folks, and welcome back to Eddie and Caleb's HeroCast. Of course, my name, as always, is Caleb Baldwin. Please follow me on Twitter at I am Caleb B. That's I am Caleb, and then another B. Follow my friend, co-host, and producer Eddie Cornelison at E D D Y C eight five. Follow the show at EC underscore hero. Check out our Instagram, EC HeroCast, and our Gmail, EC HeroCast at gmail.com. This is episode 112, and my man, I I am just like avenging my. I'm just I'm just having like moments of I'm 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 a bit of an avenger when it comes to my uh, my weight loss. I guess I don't know. That's the worst se- uh, segue I've ever had. Yeah, that one was rough. Yeah, that was a guys, rough one. I thought whatever. about jumping in to save you, but then I just kind of wanted to see you struggle. Yeah, no, uh, uh, up shit creek without a paddle, but you know what, that's life. That's how you learn. It's how you get better. And you know what, folks? I'm never going to have a segue that bad again, hopefully. <laughs> Not until the next one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're reviewing the Avengers this week, as if you didn't already know. Yeah, big, 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 big episode. Pretty, 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 pretty good. As Larry David would say. Yeah, he would. Yes, he would. Okay, we're going to get right into it. Oh, man, I didn't write down the facts and figures, but that's whatever. I this was a, a, Good, 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 because I didn't. This was released on May 4th, 2012. It was directed by Joss Whedon, your champions in wrestling at the time. In the WWE, you had WWE champion CM Punk and the early stages of his 434-day title reign. Might be the champion in uh, a battle less than a week. Six days. Could Wow, that, that is in six days. I'm it? waiting for that. That has not happened yet. Where, uh, I mean... Oh, where like... Where we've had one and then they're this current champion. I'm waiting for it. Well, I mean, I suppose it could happen a few years down the line, but then it's kind of cheating. Yeah. Um, I, I want it to be like, you know... It, 10-ish years, at least eight. I think that's good. Yeah. Um, true enough. The world heavyweight champion in WWE. WWE. Who? Is Sheamus. And in TNA, world heavyweight champion Bobby Roode. And in Ring of Honor, for probably the last time, Davey Richards, the lesser half of the American Wolves, in my opinion. Yep. Ah, number one song in the country at the time by Digital Download. Somebody that I used to know by Gautier. Hmm. And in the end, Gautier became somebody that we used to know. Ah, hey That was, uh, that's a big time one-hit wonder, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean. Yeah, that song sucked, bro. I, I'll be honest, I kind of liked it, but, uh, I just, that, that particular couple... I just picture them like sitting at a cafe in Brooklyn, having the, like the most non-existent problems ever, and pretending they're this big deal. And then uh, that's how the relationship ended. And then uh, Gautier tried to call her, and it's like the number you have dialed is no longer in service. And he's like, "Oh, she cut me off." You didn't have to cut him <laughs> off. And then he goes to her house, and it's like a different yeah. name on the apartment thing, and. They're definitely in Brooklyn, by the way. They, they, they This couple could not exist anywhere else. <laughs> now you're just somebody that I used to know. Somebody killed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. That that 
that was a huge song and uh just vanished <laughs> yeah for like well okay it vanished because a bigger hit would come out like three weeks later hmm i hope that's the i hope it's going to be on our next week's episode uh it probably will i'm going to text it to you right now uh this should be pretty obvious I, i'm trying to remember but uh 10 years ago was so long yeah, that's, the fact that Gautier, that somebody I used to know came out ten years ago is uh, pretty astonishing. I just sent it to the group chat. Don't say it on the air. Oh, yeah, that's uh, that'll probably be around for a while. Yeah, watch it not be. <laughs> I'm, I, here's the thing: I look at the chart every week. Obviously, I'm pretty sure I saw it on there for a little while. Hmm. Well, um, should we do numbers or history with the movie? Uh, history with the movie. This was actually, oddly enough, the first time I saw this in full. Really? Swear to God. I saw it in theater. Wow, wow, really? What? I drop a, I mean, I know it's a DC property, but I say swear to God, and you don't say, swear to me! Oh, I wasn't even thinking that. Uh, fair enough, but oh. anytime I see Anytime someone says it, like, that's what comes to my head. It's never come to my head. Mm. Uh, well, yeah, so that, the first time I saw it was in theater. The second time is, uh, which I'll actually get to in a, the time capsule in a moment, but... Get laid? No, I didn't watch it, the Avengers having sex. That would be weird, but... Uh, well, but I mean, like, did, like, maybe you watch the Avengers and then you get laid... No, I already told you, uh, Green Hornet was the only uh, movie that's applicable to. Fair enough. But in uh, so we did like a a work party thing, which I'll that'll come down the line in the time capsule. But at the work party, this was maybe the best day of of work ever, where we did like a test or whatever. We all passed, and then the rest of the day we spent going and getting wings slash burgers, whatever. And then everybody brought it back to the office, and we watched Avengers. And to quote Kevin from The Office, watching TV at work is really cool. And <laughs> it honestly is. Like, not break room. Not 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 in the break room watching the news or Food Network or whatever. That's, that's, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking when you get time away from your work to watch TV, and you're paid on the clock to watch TV. And uh, there's nothing better, I'll tell you. Mm. But uh, I'll 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 skip ahead. Well, I've watched this on Saturday night, and I was so happy watching it that uh, the next day on TBS, because uh, I was watching also playoff games. Oh no! And Infinity Wars <laughs> slash Endgame was on. I didn't watch all of those, but it's like those were on too, and. Uh, it's like, yeah. You skipped the best one. <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, I didn't really. I Honestly, I watched like 10 minutes of uh, Infinity War I, and yeah, maybe was, 20 minutes of Endgame. I was taking a dig at Age of Ultron. I know, I know. Okay. But uh, it got me thinking. Have you seen, you've seen the uh, hard, to, uh, hard Pill to Swallow meme template? Yes, yeah. Have you seen the one where it's like, hard pill to swallow? Marvel movies will never be as good as they will be before Endgame. Uh, they're probably right. I mean, I... I, I, Yeah, I've thought about it. I understand the sentiment. 
Especially yeah. if they, I mean, especially if they end up replacing like Hulk with She-Hulk or Thor with uh, Jane. I mean, I don't know. They've killed some Avengers. Spoiler. Some yeah. are like retired, maybe. Uh, yeah. I don't know. They still have Fantastic Four, Blade, and then hopefully X Men in their back pocket, which X Men yeah. could be their most profitable property. Should be. Uh, it should be. It has been. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. And maybe they'll get Spider Man back too. I don't know. But uh, I understand that meme. I don't know if I agree with it. It, it, I mean, it's possible, but it's also maybe not possible. So, mm. Schrodinger's Marvel movie. Fair enough. Uh... Oh, Time Capsule. Yes. What? I got nothing, buddy. I mean, I am absolutely blanking on spring of 2012. I, I've got nothing. You got to do the Facebook memories like I do. Bro, I told you. I deleted my old Facebook account. Yeah, get it back. No. All right. Well, uh, so around this time, I was so as we mentioned last week, I was back at Ann Taylor and everything, and I, I had more or less given up on the radio broadcasting dream. And I'll never forget, I took a call helping some lady with her fraud from Sacramento, and when I hung up with her, I was like, you know, I could do this. Why don't I do... I've already got a year and a half experience in it. Why not? So I went to the head of the fraud with Ann Taylor, uh, who I like, but I don't think he likes me because he's denied both my Facebook friend requests and LinkedIn requests, which is weird. Like, yeah. LinkedIn or coworkers. That's literally what it's for. But um, anyway, he'll actually pop up way down the line and more evidence that I don't think he likes me, which I don't know why. But uh, regardless... Went to him, got advice, thought it was good advice, and uh, I took my talents and went to Discover Card, and that is where I was. That was one of the best decisions I've ever made. So, and that is uh, where I watched Avengers. Was uh, at a work party there. Good times. Oh hey, uh, present day, <coughs> y'all do not drink Bartlesville water or give it to your your babies right now. People are getting sick, and when they go to the doctor, they're finding out they have hepatitis A from the Bartlesville water supply. Please be safe. Man, it's rough out there for babies. Rough out there in Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got to switch to whey protein, man. They're getting jacked. Yeah, they, they can't drink your water. They don't have formula. Yeah. Hmm. Like I said, they, they're out here drinking protein shakes. It's wild. Hope nobody got pregnant nine months ago. Yikes, dude. It's yeah. rough. Rough. Rough time to grow up if you're a baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Every day is a rough day for a baby. What are you talking about? Uh, oh, facts and figures. Yes, come on now, dude. Well, critics, fans, 91%. Scorigami. Scorigami! Um, how about <laughs> this uh, <laughs> budget and box office? Budget. Two hundred and twenty million dollars. That's a big budget. Some movies movies don't even make that. Like that's wild. Box office. Here we go. Yep. One point five one nine billion (laughs) dollars. One billion dollars. 
we've got a brand new champion, not even close. Avengers in the number one spot with a profit of $1.299 billion, which eclipses Dark Knight at $820 million. And uh, even if you do the inflation, Dark Knight is $1.3 billion. Avengers, $1.636 billion. Just uh, destroyed everyone. Yes. Not even close. Profit in the billions. So, I mean, we didn't have to adjust for the inflation to get to that billion. So, uh, anyone at this point who thought superhero movies was a fad, I got some bad news for you. Man. There's a billion reasons why it's not. I'll be honest, and I thought, you know, before, like, after Endgame, I was like, man, like, the bubble's got to bust at some point. And then it survived the pandemic. I'm like, yeah, we're we're not, this just, it's going to go on forever. Yeah, that's why I'm, I say earlier, uh, I mean, look, I think eventually these obscure Marvel movies, uh, you know, Shang-Chi, the Marvels, uh, Eternals, people are just going to be like, I've never heard of these people, not very interested. I think once they drop Fantastic Four, maybe another Guardians movie, uh, the next Ant-Man's looking like it might be a big deal. Uh, eventually, hopefully, X-Men, I think the the bubble will keep going. Yes, I would just, agree. That's just me. I would agree. I would agree. <sighs> this cast... Real big. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, we can do quick hits because there's way too many people on here. Well, let's start with uh, the old villain, Tom Hiddleston as Loki, which, by the way, I read Loki, the most watched Marvel series on Disney Plus, and it stands to reason I thought it was the best, and it's the yeah, one that had the most. Um, yeah, it's got the most. Um, what do you? What's the word? Um, crossover into the actual movie with uh you know if you watched loki it helped you way better understand the doctor strange and spider-man that just came out and uh, i was gonna say yeah definitely spider-man and it's supposed and the uh the first appearance of kang who was apparently gonna be the next big big baddie who we'll see in what ant-man quantum mania so really yeah when is Ant-Man coming? Is that 2023? Yes. As I look at our list, it is number um, 189. Nice. So it's going to be a ways away, but uh, supposedly that will be our villain. So I guess WandaVision huh. would be a close second because you had to watch that I... for uh, some backstory <clears throat> on Doctor Strange. But regardless... Uh, how do you do in this movie? Uh, he was really good here, man. He was really good here. Um, like, I do love that, you know, they've developed his character from Thor, where it's like, Thor, it's like, okay, it was a little conniving, but not, like, outright pure evil, per se, where it's like, now he's just a man on a mission. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to reuse a villain. Yeah. But, uh... This also happy June eighth, everybody. Oh yeah, yeah. Juneteenth. Uh, as we were, as we, no Juneteenth isn't until the nineteenth. But oh, um, damn it, that's right. It ends in a teen. So stupid. Yeah, um, I don't know what I was, what is June eighth then? 
Uh, it's just the day this episode comes out. You made me seem like it was a holiday. No. Uh, by the way, it's May 23rd when we're recording. Now I don't look like I care about the... Uh, of course you care about black people. Come on now. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, I mean, we've had a diverse guest list, but, you know, whatever. I was going to add to it today, but I uh, just couldn't make the time work. But... Ah, de la vie. Yeah, it happens. Uh, yeah, so... It's tough to reuse villains, but I think when you added the fact that uh, he had a army behind him, it was a lot better. And they also made it clear that he's he's a good stand-in villain for this story that they're building up to. He it was yeah. clear that he was. I mean, he's already making a deal with someone. We don't know. Yeah, and, and it's clear that's who it's building up to, but. As far as a first step, I mean, it had to be him. I mean, like, it's Red Skull vanished into something. And, uh, I mean, Hulk doesn't really have any villains. And Iron Man's villains are all dead. So it really had to be Loki. Abomination's going to be in She-Hulk. What are you talking about, man? That's true, yeah. Also, yeah, you know, you're going to be seeing, what's his name, uh, Justin Hammer real soon. Hmm. That's the guy from... Uh, Iron Man 2? Uh, yeah, something like that. Sam Rockwell? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, let's see. Let's do the Avengers. How about... Um, Clint Barton? Yeah, Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye, Clint Barton. Old dumbass got possessed. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> uh, I forgot that, honestly. It's been a long a, time. What a silly goose. He did get possessed, but... He uh, did. Yeah, I mean, he was, uh, this, this, I mean, I don't know. It was, I, I will say him getting like, oh, I broke the spell because I got hit in the head. It was a little lazy, but, uh, I mean, you had to do something, so I guess that works. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But no, I mean, he did good with what little he had. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. He wasn't like a, I mean, he was a conduit for the plot, but like, he didn't have a lot to do with it beyond that. Portion. It was a good henchman for a minute. Yeah, absolutely. Good bad guy. Uh, next, we'll do uh, Scarlett Johansson as Natasha Giggity. Romanoff, Black Widow. You say we're going to do her? No. Talk about uh, the character. Uh, okay, all right. All right. Uh, I like how they, I mean, even in the one-liners, you know, they make it pretty clear, like, there's more to this character and we're just scratching the surface. That's a spoiler for like nine years from now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I this movie, it's funny. It made me want like a prequel with her and um and Hawkeye. The way they kept referencing things like uh what Tibet or something like that. So Budapest. Budapest, yeah, that was it. Um uh, they we did get the prequel. I think it was too little too late, but that's beside yeah, the point. Yeah, but hey, it had Paige in it, so that was cool. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but, but for this character, you know, didn't even have, like, uh, not only no powers, but not even uh, a super skilled at a bow and arrow. So, really, it's just <laughs> fighting and uh, guns. And then, of course, yeah. she, de- she, she was a... Um, What's the word? Great uh, reverse interrogator, where like 
Oh my gosh, she yeah. Got, uh, that introduction was so cool. That was good. The talk, the talk with Loki, where she it made it seem like she was like super concerned, but really wasn't. This is, um, eh, I would say, this is probably the best example of a uh, of a female hero that we've had thus far on the podcast. I would actually be kind of inclined to agree. I mean, Tank Girl is a close second, but you know, this is what. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is. It's what we got, man. How about Chris Hemsworth as Thor? Bay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oddly enough, I didn't get, like, of all of the Avengers, he's probably the one I got the least impression from. Yeah, he was, um, I mean, he, he came into the movie kind of sort of late, I guess. Yeah. Um, he wasn't involved in the main three, uh, so there's that. But he did have, you know, the ongoing conflict with his brother, so he got, yes. he got to do that. Uh, but yeah, kind of uh, maybe the least had the least to do with the movie. I think the main plot, I should say. Wait, yeah, which is so weird because his brother was the villain. Yeah. But he was not, like I said, he's not involved with the main conflict between the two main Avengers and then also a side conflict, which I guess we can get to now. Yes. Which is uh, our third Hulk, Mark Ruffalo. (laughs) This is Bruce Banner Hulk. Our third Hulk in three movies. Yeah, well, they they finally settled on one. Yeah. Mark Ruffalo. Oh, Marky Ruffy, that's what they call him. Yeah. Actually, they don't. I made that up. All right. Well, yeah, he was... Um, I mean, I, I liked that the whole movie, he's trying to keep Hulk in check, whereas Robert Downey, uh, rather, Tony Stark's trying to, like, egg him on because he's really interested in in Hulk, and then the whole conflict of, you know, Captain America trying to make him, like, hey, stop, this isn't funny. Don't, don't egg him on. But at the same time, the character, I mean... They really put Hulk over strong in this yeah. movie. They made it seem like not only is he the strongest Avenger, it's not even close. Yes. Which, by the way, with that included, like considering what they do at the beginning of Infinity War makes that particular villain all the more impressive. That's true. Yeah. Well, we'll get to him. But yeah, in, put in over like Hulk strong years, is good. Yes, we will. Putting over the Hulk like he's Roman. Yeah, like he's um, like 2015 Roman. Mm-hmm. How about Chris Evans as Steve Rogers, Captain America? Love it. Absolutely love it. There's only one God, ma'am. He doesn't look like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I liked, I loved the, um, the rivalry with him and Tony Stark, whereas... Steve is the clean cut, follow the rules guy, and Tony is the I don't follow the rules, I do things on my own. I like that. And and the fact that they're planting seeds and building down the road for a rivalry, which will become a movie. We'll get is, there in four years, yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's actually interesting to look back because I didn't know they were going to do a Civil War movie in 2012. Yeah. But looking back, it's like, man, they really were planting the seeds way back in Avengers. That's that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So I like that. Which leads us to, I uh, suppose, the main event. Robert Downey Jr. is Tony Stark. Iron Man. I mean, I think we just talked about the main event myself. But no, uh, Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr., We've said it twice now. We'll say it again. Great casting choice. Like, ideal casting choice. And they just further proved that here. Stark Tower looked pretty nice, by the way. Yeah, I liked him. And he, you know, he kind of had a bit of a um, a redemption arc at the very end, though. And, you know, it's it is clear. It's like you watch it. And Captain America, I think, is the official leader of the Avengers. But then you as, watch this, yeah. But then you watch this movie. It's like Iron Man, the unofficial leader, and probably the most uh, heroic, I guess, between this movie and what we'll see later. I would say, but yeah, I would say um, a great job. I mean, I don't think I'll ever. Not like Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. Fortunately, we probably won't get it anymore. Unless yeah, he's a variant. I loved, yeah, I loved him in The Shaggy Dog. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that was a great one. Tim Allen classic. Right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Didn't mean to do that. That. All right. Well, uh, yeah, you did. Let's um, get into the plot, I suppose. Let's do it. All right. We open with our old friend, the Tesseract. Third appearance. Fourth, if you count the drawing in Iron Man 2. Yeah. But we'll say third for now. And uh, someone, we don't know who, I think he's called the other, is telling someone else that the Tesseract is on Earth and will be in the hands of of one of your allies, and he'll have use of our army. Hmm. Wonder who all that could be. Well, back on Earth, old Nick Fury, he lands at a base, and they're talking about the Tesseract. It's going on the Fritz. Hawkeye's there, too. Suddenly, Tesseract creates a portal, and out of that portal comes Loki. And Fury's like, we have no beef with you. To which Loki replies... Does an ant have beef with a boot? (laughs) (laughs) Great stuff. Yeah. So Loki attacks all the guards. He taps Hawkeye with his staff and says, You have heart. And then his eyes turn black. So he is now a uh, servant of Loki. Does the same to Eric Selvig, who's back from uh, Thor. He experiments on the Tesseract. And uh, Hawkeye shoots Fury. Doesn't kill him, of course. And they escape with the Tesseract in a uh, chase scene with a jeep in the tunnel. Meanwhile, the uh, the portal that the Tesseract made is still open. And um, kind of causes the entire base to just get swallowed up and it's gone. <laughs> yeah. So, cut to Black Widow, who's tied up to a chair. And someone's... <laughs> Yeah. I love this scene. Some the, the she's on a chair, but uh, 
like they're tipping the chair back and there's like a giant big hole in the floor like where you drop like three or four stories and these guys want information from her there's a phone call it's Coulson he wants uh he's like put uh put her on the phone or I'll order like a drone strike and you'll be dead before you can get the exit so <laughs> they put her on the phone he's like I need you to come in immediately she's like well I'm busy it's like well this is important so she immediately frees herself, takes out these three dudes, and I guess she goes in. In time, by the way. Yeah, this is pretty good. Then we cut to India. This is our third Bruce Banner of the podcast. And Black Widow finds him, recruits him, even though he's reluctant. He's like, I'm not that guy. I don't want to turn into the other guy. He's like, but I'll, I'll help you experiment on the Tesseract. Yeah, he wants to experiment trust on me, it, but he's not going to turn into the Hulk. Yeah, trust me, I'm not that guy, pal. He is. Oh, he will be. Yeah, he, yeah no. Exactly. So we cut to Steve Rogers. He's beating up a punching bag and having flashbacks of his time in World War II, including when he was found asleep and frozen, which doesn't seem like something he'd remember. But, yeah, you would think not. Yeah, but a little error there. <laughs> yeah. So Fury comes in, he recruits Rogers for the Avengers Initiative. And meanwhile, Tony Stark, he uh, does something underwater. He flies back to Stark Towers to have a date with Pepper. He's like, hey, Stark Towers is now energy efficient. But uh, Coulson interrupts and briefs Tony on everything. So he's now, he's got to join up. So we got the crew, crews back together. Well, for the first yeah. time. Well, the, the crew is together. Yes. Let me cut to Loki. He's talking to Other. Other seems to think taking over Earth will be pretty easy, and if he fails, he will pay. Who's Other? I don't know. He's just credited as Other in Wikipedia. Oh, are you talking about the uh, the big guy? Nope. Just some... No. You're not talking about Ryback? No, I'm talking about Other. That's who he was talking to. Sure, yeah. So Rogers and Banner meet at uh, the S.H.I.E.L.D. base, which is an aircraft carrier that turns into a translucent airship. Yeah. They locate Loki, who's in Germany. He invades a fancy rich party and copies someone's eye, which is sent to Hawkeye. He uses it to open a door. They use it to acquire a device which will magnify the Tesseract, which we'll get to later. Yeah, I need that guy's eyeball. He did. He scanned it and pulled it out and all that good stuff. Yeah. Eye for sure. an eye. Absolutely. Tooth for a tooth. So Loki makes everyone at the party kneel before him, but then one old man doesn't. He's about to kill him. That's when Captain America shows yeah, up. Yeah, Loki's all like, okay, boomer. <laughs> kind of. And Captain America's like, you know, the last time I was in Germany, someone else tried to make everybody kneel. But uh, they two battled. Is that what he's implying? Yeah, of course. Wow, that's weird. Well, Loki's too strong for Captain America. And in yeah. comes Iron Man, flying in with Shoot to Thrill playing. They capture Loki. <laughs> of course, of course. That's, that's how you know it's... Yeah, oh he's got gosh. his own theme song, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I they should have given him a black suit and he could have come out to back in black. I think I would fight better if I had a theme song playing, too. 
Yes. Uh, I'm going to go through my playlist and be like, this would be my theme song. Um, well, they're, uh, they take Loki back. They're in this jet, but there's a storm outside. And they're like, Loki, you afraid of lightning? He's like, no, but I'm not terribly uh, good with what comes after. And <laughs> Thor appears on the jet. He boards and he takes Loki and just flies off. Yeah. So Thor takes Loki to Earth, and Loki asks, how much dark energy did it take for you to get here? Which, uh, I'm glad they addressed that, because when we last saw Thor, he smashed the bridge to get anywhere, so he was stuck in Asgard. Um, Thor is after the Tesseract, and tells Loki to come back home, give up this dream of conquering everything, and this is where Iron Man just flies in and attacks Thor. Yeah. The two have quite the battle. Uh, Thor's electricity actually charges Iron Man's suit. And then Captain America shows up. Thor says he's here to stop Loki. He nails Captain America's shield. Uh, the two irresistible force, an immovable object, have this giant energy wave. And then they all kind of make peace and take Loki to prison. Yeah. So, right off the bat, Tony and Steve not getting along. Yeah. They argue about how to deal with Loki. Uh, Steve doesn't like the methods Tony uses, especially how he keeps trying to poke Bruce to turn into Hulk. Meanwhile, Natasha... Hey, I'm dick, but, like, we we have... We, we know, and, and Thor knows, of all people, like, hey, can't necessarily trust this guy. Uh, he's basically a super terrorist, I think is one would be one way of him. So how about we put diplomacy aside for a few seconds and just kill the guy? Kill Loki? Yes. Well, it's his brother. He don't want to kill his brother. I mean, dude, I'm just saying. I mean, Thor wouldn't necessarily pitch this, but, like, I don't know. I guess Tony. <laughs> like, Yeah, Tony and might. I, yeah, and I, I suppose, you know, we kind of... They, they have this conflict in the sequel to this film with one particular character. Yeah. But but yes. But I I don't know. I'm just applying some extra logic here, but I don't know. We'll quit it. Uh, yeah, I should. Well, Natasha has a chat with Loki which we talked about and uh it looks like it's going not so great as he's frightening her and telling her, "Look, I'm going to have uh, Barton kill you and he'll do it because he knows all the things you won't like." And in doing so, he reveals his plan is to unlock Hulk. So she tricked him into think, thinking that. Yes. Which is good, but his plan ends up working, so maybe not yeah. as good. Meanwhile, Rogers took some weapons out of a storage, and because this is where um, Tony doesn't trust S.H.I.E.L.D., and Rogers is like, oh, they're fine. Tony nailed it, by the way. Yes. and <laughs> he, Rod immediately, he immediately is just like, that's a little sus. Yeah, and Rogers sees for himself, he sees that S.H.I.E.L.D. wants to use the Tesseract to make weapons. And he's like, hey, you, I trusted you, why'd you keep this from me? And Fury's like, well, listen, last year, when the Earth is uh, very much outmatched, when Thor came, and uh, I'm assuming he referenced the Destroyer, the thing that, the big robot that Thor tried to kill, or that uh, tried to kill Thor... It's like, yeah. yeah, we were very much outmatched by this, so we need better weapons, which is 
a good point. But Rogers is upset because he's like, you know, 70 years later, nothing's changed. It's all about weapons. and They both have good points. but That, uh, that is the that is the lie bought and sold by uh, Shield, we'll say. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah. until you... We'll call them... Yeah. Well, Rogers and Stark argue some more, and Steve says, without your armor, you're nothing. And he's like, well, I'm just a billionaire playboy philanthropist. And, and then uh, he counters with, you know, you, uh, you know, nothing special about... Everything special about you came out of a bottle. Uh, meanwhile, <laughs> Hawkeye and some, I don't know who they were, Hydra maybe, uh, they show up on an airship. Hawkeye fires a arrow into one of the engines. It blows it up. And Hawkeye boards the base with some, like I said, I'm guessing Hydra soldiers. I don't know. The explosion caused Natasha to be trapped under some metal pipes as Bruce is turning into Hulk. Um, the two have a kind of a horror movie-esque chase. Uh, yeah. while Iron Man and Captain America try to fix one of the engines. Um, <laughs> I did love this scene where um, Iron Man tells Cap, he's like, hey, check uh, one of the switchboards. And he's like, uh, looks like it seems to be powered by some sort of electricity. <laughs> Iron Man's like, well, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Thor saves Black Widow uh, from Hulk. But uh, Hulk and Thor then fight. Uh, Hulk is then attacked by a S.H.I.E.L.D. jet. Because, um, you know, Hulk's out of control. So yeah. Hulk just jumps onto the jet, starts destroying it. I love the dude in the jet tries to eject and he just grabs a chair right before it goes and yeah. chucks it. Um, but then he's also on a, you know, jet that's crashing. So he's... He's gone for a moment. Uh, meanwhile, Hawkeye disables another engine elsewhere. Uh, Thor sees Loki escape his cell, but just an illusion. Loki's like, how many times are you going to fall for that? So Thor, not that bright. And uh, he just released Loki by mistake. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I uh, should mention Loki's cell. was like a circular glass prison. And if he tried anything, they would just drop it from the ship and he would crash to Earth and maybe die. So, uh, Loki's like, you know, the humans think us invincible. Let's test that theory. And he just drops the cell containing Thor. Uh, Coulson does stop him, but it's another illusion. Loki stabs Coulson in the chest. No! Yeah. R.I.P. Maybe. R.I.P. to a real one. Loki, uh, yeah, he drops the cell. So, Thor, he does fight and escapes it before it does hit the Earth, but he's now uh, gone, just like uh, Hulk. And Loki points this out to Coulson. He's like, you know, your heroes are all scattered, and now what? And Coulson hits him with some big ray gun, but oh, too little what, too late. <laughs> that's what that does. Yeah. Meanwhile, Natasha and Hawkeye fight, and she beats him and uh, knocks him out, and this is where he will come back to normal. <laughs> TNA had an angle like this with Eric Young. No, yeah, of course they did. They did. He was all super serious, world elite heel and everything. And then he gets bumped on the head, and he's back to just being a silly version of Eric Young. That sounds about right. That That is actually what happened, though, is the thing. 
Ugh. I didn't make this up. I believe you. You should. Well, elsewhere, Iron Man finally gets the engine working, but is injured in the process because uh, he can't get out of the engine. Yeah. Uh, Loki then escapes the base. Fury, er, he does get out of the engine eventually. Fury then kind of debriefs Stephen Tony, tells him, uh, you know, why he formed the Avengers. Then he pulls out some Captain America trading cards that are bloody, and he's like, you know, Cap, you never got to sign them, and. Uh, now Coulson, we don't know. Uh, turns out that those were in his locker, not his jacket, but uh, Fury wanted to give him a push. It's an inspiration. Win yes. one for Coulson. Yeah, win one for the win one for the Coulson. Well, back on Earth, Thor finds his hammer, and Hulk is turned back into Bruce, but he's crashed through a big abandoned building. Yeah. Uh, back at the base, Hawkeye, no longer under Loki's spell, like we mentioned. So Tony and Steve theorize that Loki might be at Stark Towers because, like Tony, he's a glory hog who wants everyone to see him taking over. So Tony finds Selvig uh, at Stark Towers and Loki at the tower, and Selvig opens the wormhole for the army to come through. Loki tosses Tony out of the building, but a portable Iron Man suit saves him as the giant army is coming through. So Thor shows up to battle Loki as Captain America, Black Widow, Hawkeye, they all show up. Then out of the portal comes one of many giant monsters that look like the uh, um, Swordipede boss from Final Fantasy VII Remake. That's how I described him. Yeah. Uh, anyways, a huge battle ensues. Can't recap all of it. It's a lot of action. Uh, the Avengers, they regroup after initially getting their butts kicked. Uh, Banner shows up on a motorcycle, and he's like, hey, this looks bad. <laughs> and uh, Cap finally tells him, you know what? I think we're going to need the Hulk. <laughs> so um, he uh, he turns into Hulk, which is his secret of not staying mad is that he's always mad. So I'm all Yeah. So he turns into Hulk. Hulk punches one of the big flying monsters into the ground. And, uh, yeah, so that's how these giant things, which are like the size of, uh, I don't know, um, a flying, I don't know, battleship. Yeah, uh, Hulk. <laughs> he Hulk, just punches one and it's dead. Yeah, Hulk is essentially one punch man. Yeah. Well. Yeah. After this, we get the iconic shot of them all in a circle. We've all seen it. It's, uh, you know, it's a good shot. So, up on Stark Tower, Loki just says, send the rest. And, like, a million more dudes just fly through this portal. Mm -hmm. uh, Cap gives the orders. He comes up with a plan to shut off the portal, uh, save the people, stop the invaders. And he's like, and Hulk, just smash. Yeah. So Thor manages to hop onto the Chrysler building, uses his lightning power to try to close the portal. Hawkeye, he's up firing some arrows at um, these dudes on their hover something. Uh, meanwhile, a young Kate Bishop is looking on, and uh, in nine years she'll have a Disney Plus show, and this is what inspired her to take up archery. So... <laughs> Hulk and Thor, they uh, bring down another one of the flying monsters. Hulk uh, 
and they he crashes through like Grand Central, and Thor's like, "All right," and then Hulk just punches him. <laughs> that was good. Yes, great stuff. Elsewhere, there's a council. This council's not thrilled with the Avengers Initiative. They've shown up before, but they weren't wasn't worth talking about. But now it is, and they've told Fury we got to nuke Manhattan. And tells them, no, that's a stupid idea. Which if you're like, what the hell? Why would we nuke Manhattan? <laughs> well, I mean, it, it is a big army, but yeah, but they have a Hulk. That is true. Hulk then finds Loki in Stark Tower, and we get, of course, a great scene where he's just like Loki's talking about how he's like you, you troglodyte or whatever and Hulk just grabs his feet and he just flings him around slamming <laughs> him into the ground yeah and then Hulk has a line that we're not going to quote yet yeah and then afterwards Loki's just like uh, like he's just embedded embedded into the floor yes dude <laughs> he's yeah. gonna he's gonna sell that the rest of the movie that's uh that's basically the end of him <laughs> essentially. yeah yes well I mean that's that a good way to get dispatch of him Yes. Also, uh, by the way, shout out to uh, Powers Booth, who was on the World Security Cou- uh, Council. Uh, he was also in this great movie called MacGruber. Oh. Yeah, good stuff. Also, he died five years ago. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. to a real one. Well, back at the battle, there's just too many of these soldiers for the Avengers to overcome. And Selvig and Black Widow, uh, they try to shut off the portal with the Tesseract. Uh, meanwhile, a rogue pilot uh, fires a nuke uh, at Manhattan, and uh, Iron Man says, you know, hold off on closing that portal. I got a spot for this nuke. So he gets uh, takes control of the nuke from midair, sends it through the portal uh, at this the big mothership on the other side, blows it up. He starts falling back down from space through the wormhole. And uh, when the ship blows up, all the aliens are just instantly disabled, so they're connected remotely to this thing, I guess. And Iron Man, he, like I said, he falls back through the portal just as it closes. He falls to Earth as Hulk comes out of nowhere, catches him. He looks to be dead until a Hulk roar just wakes him up. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, oh, you know, we should all go get Swarma. There's a place after, not too far from here. I don't know what it is, but it sounds good. And meanwhile, Loki is again captured by the Avengers. On the news, some people love the Avengers. A Stan Lee cameo is on saying, superheroes in New York, give me a break. And there's a politician <laughs> who's like, the damage is their fault. This was their fight. It's like, well, dude, you <laughs> could have been worse. You could have nuked the city. They they are gonna make a whole ass movie about that and yeah that guy's not gonna like mention that uh, there's a whole ass council that wanted the city nuked yeah the biggest city in America yes <laughs> well uh, I mean it, to be fair it is billions of dollars in property damage but uh, oh no property damage I mean it's not like it's not like it was the Avengers fault no. So Fury then tells the council that Thor took Loki and the Tesseract back to Asgard. They're not happy about that. Fury also tells them that he's currently not tracking the Avengers' whereabouts and they've deserved a break. And we see the Avengers, they kind of go off, they're doing their own thing. As Fury suspects, you know, we'll we'll need them someday. 
and roll credits. But wait, not one, but two. So back on the other, he's on some floating asteroid of some kind, and uh, he tells someone, he's like, you know, the humans, they're not the cowering wretches that we were promised. Uh, they are unruly and cannot be ruled. And to challenge them is a court to death. Then we pan over to see who he's talking to, and the figure turns around, and it is Thanos. Dun, dun, dun. He's finally made the podcast debut. He has. Yeah. And then after the credits... He's got to wait six more years. Yeah, well, he's going to, you know, the most famous Marvel movie villain, I would say. I mean, so far, yeah. Yeah. Well. Wait till we get Galactus for real. No, not the cloud. Yeah. Well, one more scene. Yep. It's after the credits. They're all eating swarma, all the Avengers, at the restaurant as the staff is just, like, cleaning up all the debris from the damage. Oh, my gosh, dude. Very funny. And that is the Avengers. That is the Avengers. However, before we get into our review, now granted this will not have an effect on our grade, but there was a one shot that was released in 2012, shortly after this. And the Marvel one shot is is, is a short, as the name suggests, was called Item 47. And the basic plot is this couple portrayed by... Here's a blast from, like, early 2000s past. Jesse Bradford, a name you might recognize from Swim Fan and Bring It On. Anything? No? Nope. Uh, Clock Stoppers. Anything? No. All right. Jesse Bradford, blast from the 2000s past, uh, former heart throb. (laughs) And Lizzie Kaplan. Mean Girls? Anything? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, exactly. Lizzie Kaplan. Watch Those mean two. Girls. It's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, it is a great movie. I agree. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Um, anyway. Those two play a young Stop couple. trying to make that happen. It's not going to happen. It's going to happen. Fetch <laughs> is going to happen. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, one shot. Yeah, one shot. They uh, happen upon this item, this weapon of some sort, that they use to rob banks just across the city, and Agent Sitwell is tasked with basically, you know, just, you know, neutralizing them. And I'm kind of surprised he neutralized them the way he chose to, because he finds them in a hotel, in a hotel, I believe in South Carolina, somewhere in the South, because they've been, you know, they started in New York and they went like, they're just traveling down the coastline. Finds them somewhere in the South, baits the boyfriend into going to, into the hotel room, Zip ties him, zip ties Lizzie Kaplan. He's like, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll neutralize you. And then he brings them to, uh, their base and they become a part of S.H.I.E.L.D. I almost said something else. Why would I say anything else? I don't know. So yeah, these... he brought in the S.H.I.E.L.D. and they formed and it was Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. Yes, yes. It was, okay. uh, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose and Chris Hero. Um, mm-hmm. anyway. The OGs. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, no, he brings them into uh, basically gets them jobs with Shield, and don't worry, we never see these two characters again. But this was this was a funny little you know six minute you know something to enjoy. I, I recommend the one shots because you know 
Low low investment. Well, this opportunity comes once in a lifetime, so I'll uh, check it out. Oh my God! Stop. <laughs> All right. So now we are going to grade the Avengers, and I'm going to go first here. Man, the the baddies just weren't that strong. And I mean, that's, you know, there's a purpose behind that. But you really consider that main conflict. Like, the baddies just were not that strong. They were outmatched, man. And as such, I didn't feel like any presence of any real danger. And as such, I going to give this an eight and a half eight and a half it sounded like you were going lower yeah i know it did and that's just how good the movie is that like i'm uh kind of burying a portion of it and i'm still giving this an eight and a half yeah i'm gonna go eight and a half as well i read an article origami yeah i read an article a couple weeks ago where it was like uh, some superhero movies that uh, hold up and some that don't. And this was one that listed as didn't. And I was like, okay, I'll be interested to see if that's true. That is not true. Uh, it's still great action. Uh, Loki is a uh, is a fun villain, even though we all know he's not going to be the, uh, no pun intended, endgame. But, you know, he's a good placeholder for now. The yeah. soldiers themselves, I agree, were a little weak. The threat was more the the size of the army as opposed to the, the army itself. I would have liked to have seen maybe a little more fight from them. But that's okay. I mean, we'll get that down the line in a, in a much bigger battle. But, uh, yeah, the action still holds up. It's still super fun. You still have the melodic tones of Chris Cornell singing the uh, credit song, which, of course, that's got to be the outro. I mean, he's a legend. Why but did I not hear this? You didn't hear? You've never heard that song? Apparently not. You can send it to me, man. Disney Plus is weird about playing the credits. It's like, no, I want to see the post-credits no. stuff. Why are you trying to skip? It's after the Thanos scene. They play the... Uh, this was the official like theme song of the Avengers. It, I mean, yeah. if you listen to the song, it doesn't really have anything to do with the Avengers, but it's like, yeah. it's Chris Cornell, so who cares? You mean, like how, you mean like how Vindicated by Dashboard was the theme to Spider-Man 2, even though it had <laughs> nothing to do with Spider-Man? Exactly, yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, but the music video is uh, super cool as well. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 a really fun movie. It's uh, and 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 look, credit because nothing like this has ever been attempted. This was the yeah. first where we've had multiple movies build up to something. Yeah. And the the only other thing I can even think of at this point that would even come close is Batman and Robin, which failed miserably. But it's like yeah. that's the only other movie that had other movies build up to it. Um, so, yeah, it's um, I mean, the end credit scenes all made sense. It was, you know, other than Thor, everyone kind of had something to do that was pretty interesting. Even Thor, it's not like he was completely left out. But, yeah, um, great, great movie. And uh, Marvel Phase 1 is in the books. But you mentioned Spider-Man. How about that next week? Next week, folks, we get to see the debut yeah. of my man, Andrew Garfield, when we watch The Amazing Spider-Man, and if you don't own it, you're going to have to rent it for $4. Yep, this will be dated, but whatever. I'm DVR. I'm recording it off of uh, uh, either TNT or TBS, uh, one of the two, but it was on TV uh, tonight, like, at, like 2 in the morning, so I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's just grab it. Well, but, I'm... 
Spider-Man is like my favorite superhero, so I own like every Spider-Man movie. So that's never going to be an issue for me. Oh, yeah, this is uh this is a we're in we're in the stretch of four incredible movies and yes. uh, it's, it's so it's going to get rough, but I'm enjoying this I'm enjoying this four pack. Yeah. Here's the thing. We are in the month of June. Uh, we've got three more movies left here. Amazing Spider-Man, The Dark Knight Rises, and a movie I've not seen but I've only heard good things about. And it's actually the debut of Carl Urban on this podcast, aside from the boys, Dread. Mm-hmm. So that's June. Yeah. And even the movies we've done, if you take out Ghost Rider, it's like Chronicle was cool, Captain America was good, take out Green Lantern also, but like X-Men First Class and Thor and Super wasn't too bad. So we've we've... We've had it good for a while, a couple bumps in the road, but I don't want to spoil it, but after Dread, it's going to be rough. 2013 was not Hollywood's best year with superhero movies. Oh, yeah, 2013 does look rough. This is an oasis in the desert, but that's... Um, yeah, if it's the one I'm thinking of, then yeah. Now, granted, there there is one here I haven't seen that that is a sequel, that I'm like, ah, maybe it's good, but I haven't really heard anything about it, so I don't know. Well, we'll get to that when we get to that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man, it's crazy that it's not free anywhere. Yeah, but, sure. Uh, unless you want to grab it off TV. If, uh, if you have Spectrum, it should be on demand, I think, as well. But uh, I tried the on-demand with Push, and it cut off like the last 15 minutes, so I don't trust the on-demand of Spectrum. Nor should you. Of course, if it's probably like, who the hell is going to watch Push? <laughs> who cares? So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, just figured I'd record it off TBS and uh, that'll be safe. And it's not R-rated, so I'm not going to really miss anything. Yeah. All right, folks, we thank you for listening. Join us next week for the Amazing Spider-Man episode 113. And to quote my man, Dr. Bruce Banner, a.k.a. The Incredible Hulk. <clears throat> Beauty God. Beauty <laughs> God.